Good morning, my friends. What a beautiful friggin' morning. 61 degrees, crystal clear skies. Second day of my uh, anatomy instruction. I'm well dressed. I got this nice friggin' mint green shirt. Just pulled the tag off. I might even have a tag still on it. Gotta be careful about that sort of thing. pants are falling down, I got a friggin' have to wear a belt, I guess I lost weight somewhere in there, no complaints, got my blue and gray checkered vans on, excuse me, halfway decent breakfast in me, got a good night's sleep, have a family who loves me, chocolate Labrador, sweetheart of a girl, it's been a real good week, man, it's been a real good week, in the office, things have been going smoothly, very friggin' smoothly at the office, thinking about this morning, I had a little bit of um, our first first day or a few days of classes at my teaching gigs. I also teach, in addition to my undergraduate nursing students, I teach at an acupuncture school called the Juan Institute of Graduate Studies. Pretty cool place. Right? I'm tasked with teaching what they call physiologic medicine, which essentially is anatomy and physiology. They throw an acupuncture instructor in there about halftime, and uh, he addresses kind of the Eastern take, and I'm the Western. So we're going to talk about science, the science of A&P. I was thinking yesterday, I ran across this video that I'm going to show to my other class this morning. Video is like a Powers of Ten video. It zooms you from Earth out to the multiverse, stretches of our of, of where we can see as human beings through crazy power microscopes to different worlds, nebulas and freaking planets and exoplanets and moons and galaxies and all this shit. And then they zoom back in by Powers of Ten and onto a little drop of water on a piece of grass sticking out of a pond. Morgan Freeman is uh, narrating the whole thing, so he talks about how there's a guy named Anton von Leeuwenhoek hundreds of years ago he found what he, um, he looked into a raindrop and with a, with a lens of some type, I think he was a glasses maker or something like that. So he would grind out these glasses, he made the first microscope, and he um, coined the term animalcules. 
small little animals, life teeming in this raindrop on the edge of a pond. So they recreate all that. Now you're zooming out for the multiverse onto Earth and into the microscopic world then on a drop of dew on a fucking blade of grass. <clears throat> Going all the way into that structure and function and looking at at anatomy and physiology, essentially, of our world, of our freaking universe, from the macroscopic to the microscopic scale. So as I head into class this morning, I'm going to be talking about uh, the chemistry of life. The chemistry of life is no joke, man. This is... Uh, this is everything. The air we breathe, that little drop of dew, the fart I just busted, the leaves growing on the trees, um, the road that I drive on, the tire that are and parts of the truck that I drive, the glasses that I just slipped over my eyes so that I could be shielded from this brilliant Thursday morning sun rise. Everything matters, pun intended. I mean, this this world that we live in and beyond, it's comprised of stuff, of vibrating atoms and molecules combining to perform a certain act, action. I mean, if we could see, imagine if we could see in like a, a matrix-type way. Rather than looking at skin and bones and, and the world as we see it through our the vision that we possess, which is very impressive and acute and stereoscopic and all that, but imagine if we could see in a different dimension, like you could put on glasses and look in night vision or infrared that allows us to pick up a, a different type of wavelength of light. Like the predator view, the vision, right? Scans you and has a sense of your composition. Can see a little rodent scurrying through the underbrush by its heat signature. It's a different wavelength on the electromagnetic scale. Anyway, I show the my students this video online and they watch it. It's maybe five minutes long. And think about it. Just think about the world that we live in, how we, how seriously we take the mundane, the, the, uh, all this stuff that we've built up around us. It's like mankind, we are inhabitants of this world. We evolved within it and have made more sense of it as far as we know than any other creature. But There's just so much we don't appreciate. So much we don't appreciate. Not that we, we lack appreciation for we We're ignorant of it. We don't understand. We can't comprehend because we are driving on our morning commute into work. And so we're fortunate if we have a few minutes or seconds to ponder exactly what why we're here and, and how we're here and, and where our civilization is going and 
all the importance that we conjure up, that we think everything, the world is about this, and it's about this, and it's about us, essentially. When it's not about us. You know, I mentioned the other day in my... I mean, it is about us, but it's not. We see the world as we are, not how it is. So we've created this storyline. We create it every day, and it's a beautiful thing that we have the ability to do that. Degree of self-actualization. We can run our own show. At some point, humans, humanoids, as we were uh, coming out of the caves and harnessing the powers of agriculture and fire and technology and medicine, building aqueducts and carving pyramids and all this shit. We, were, we didn't have as much time to sit around and friggin' ponder this fucking lady in front of me. What are you doing, bitch? She keeps throwing her hair out of the window. It's not so much different than a booger. That's interesting. I'm going to talk to my a peers about that. <clears throat> She's, I see in the, in the brilliant light of the uh, Thursday morning sun at the red light, she in her SUV is playing with something and twirling it in her hand. And then she deposits it out the window and flicks it off of her fingers. I'm thinking, what the hell is that? Is that a cigarette? Looked wispy. Is that a booger? You nasty thing. And I thought, oh, it's her hair. Maybe she's playing with her hair, doing her hair. She's got a little... Listen, it's the same shit. We'd be freaked out by somebody picking their nose and, and, and crumbling it out the window, right? But if somebody takes their hair and kind of drops it, flicks it out the window, that's still a piece of their body that they are, um, f- you know, formally had in their possession on their person. They slept with that piece of hair in place last night. Last week it was growing. They just styled it. And now, that hair is floating on the breeze or scraping across the road. Now it's out in the world. Everywhere we go, we leave a freaking trail of things. Of these little uh, stratified squamous epithelium. Our skin cells significantly contribute to dust, right? The friggin' hair floating on the breeze. You bust a fart. There are some molecules that were born in the friggin' your bowels made by bacteria helping us to digest our food. freaking nuts, man. This world is nuts. Anyway, some deep thoughts this morning on the way to college. Let me uh, take a little break as I run into the office real quick. Hold on.
All right, I'm back at it. I wanted to run in and get a couple little uh, butterscotch candies, which I took like four of these things. I probably shouldn't uh, be eating this crap, but I get it from my Mennonite market for my uh, my patients. Have a little candy bowl. Fuck it, and then come in there and get a little something sweet. I don't know what tell you want me to give them berries. I've done that before. They go to you know fruit and veggies, except the, the exception of. Uh, apples, since apple season is essentially upon us over the next month, they will get some fruit, create the fruit bowl, shit can the candy, because Halloween's coming, we're all going to have, have had enough of that, so, um, <clears throat> anyway, I get these little butterscotch candies, brings me back to when I was a boy, I'd go visit my grandfather. You know what's amazing is that I I don't really remember visiting Grandpa. We call him Pop Pop. I don't remember visiting Pop Pop that often. But the memories of this guy were friggin' amazing. Just larger than life, man. Just a great man. He was a postal worker, he, he was a letter carrier in Newark, New Jersey. So, um, not this shit again. I got a fucking uh, detour. It's a letter carrier in Newark, New Jersey. <clears throat> he was a fisherman. He was an artist. Just a good fucking dude. Just a good, good dude. I'd go up to his house and uh, he'd always have little carvings or a painting or something he was working on, you know? Anyway, my point is that these butterscotch candies that I'm eating, he always had a roll of uh, Lifesavers butterscotch. A little kind of a rainbowish, uh, metallic rainbow uh, design on it. And I remember ripping off the uh, there's a little tab you pulled. And a string would take the first piece of wax paper off the top and he'd just crack one of those suckers open. They'd be mildly stuck together, put one in your mouth, and it was hard, and it was sweet, and it was a little bit sour. Um, you know, how butterscotch tastes. It's like fucking unbelievable. Powerful, right? So... Um, Anyway, I ran into the fucking office, and I got these butterscotch candies, and I, I got four of them. Maybe I'm thinking about Grandpa a little bit too uh, too much. But they taste good. And my dental health is pretty pretty good. Knock on wood. So I can afford to do it. What else? So, yeah, I'm thinking think about that. I mean, I'm going to make this point this morning that's going to flip my students out a little bit after we watch this powers of 10 video and we talk about the the basics of chemistry and how important it is and it, it is our world atoms and molecules uh, creating organelles and organelles are within cells uh, a bunch of organelles make a cell a bunch of cells make a tissue a bunch of tissues make an organ a bunch of organs make a system and together all this is called an organism
all that chemistry of life is at work, you know, when I'm, when I set the scene by telling the story about the woman depositing her hair out of the window. Might as well be flicking a booger or busting a fart or breathing emitting our CO2, a gas that we extract, we create within our body as a byproduct of our cellular respiration. But we require oxygen from the environment in order to carry out cellular respiration. And then we generate that CO2. We exhale it into the atmosphere. And that's part of us. That's how people lose weight. Where do the calories go? You breathe them out in the form of CO2. That CO2 is circulating everywhere. How many times do you breathe a day? It's fucking nuts, man. There's so much to consider. Listen, I got a, a start, good start to the day. And uh, I hope you guys have as well. Have a great friggin' Thursday. Let's charge on to the weekend. We got a four-day weekend. Rest everybody up, plan for the school year, work year, and uh, kick back a little bit, you know? Have some barbecue. Love and respect. Talk to you later. Huh!